I don't know where you're at. Uh, I know you're in here somewhere, and uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna call you in in a minute. Take your time, enjoy your breakfast, um, because my first guest I'm gonna have on tonight uh, I actually want to do by myself because uh, I believe it's the right thing to do, and we'll have him on here shortly. Uh, you guys know how we do this. Uh, for those of you who have been uh, part of these live streams before, obviously uh, I have no problem uh, bringing anyone on to talk. Just uh, make sure you do have headphones uh, so we can avoid any kind of echoes because this does eventually get released uh, as uh, a podcast, uh, part of Just Freaking Wrestling, the JFW podcast and everything. And I want to try to help the quality as much as I can. Uh, I know sometimes it can be unavoidable, especially like, you know, with background noise or anything like that. Uh, when you want to get somebody on, you really, really want to speak with. Um, so sometimes it is unavoidable, but if we can do what we can to... Uh, Limit the background noise and the echoes and stuff like that, um, just so people could clearly hear what you have to say. Obviously, we're talking about uh, SCW Retaliation from last night, as well as uh, High Voltage, uh, a pretty big title change that occurred, as well as all the uh, title matches that did happen. Uh, all in all, it was a great show last night, and I look forward to talking a lot about it. Uh, of course, due diligence, I got to remind you guys that uh, JFW is sponsored by CarterComics.com. It is the one-stop shop for all your comic book needs, whether it be graded or raw. Carter Comics has got it all, and you can find comics at CarterComics.com. You can fill up your cart there, and you can use the discount code FREAKNET, F-R-E-A-K-N-E-T. You'll save 10% on your entire purchase. We have a discount code, not a promo code. That means we could use it over and over and over again. It's not just a one-and-done deal. Uh, not only at their website, but also on their four different eBay accounts that they have. So make sure you check out CarterComics.com, a proud sponsor of uh, Just Freak Wrestling. So I think uh, I think my first guest might be ready here. So let's see if we get him on and get a conversation going with him. And uh, once that's done, then uh, Turtle could come on and talk with me. But I want to do the first one here by myself because it's more of a respect thing. Uh, kind of like a like a board meeting that you guys get to participate in. Uh, Mr. Mr. Uh, <clears throat> Allen, are you there, sir? I hope so. Yeah, you are. God, this is this is a this is a proud moment for me because I, I've been I've been eager beaver to have you on this show for quite some time. Um, and I'm also really happy that I don't believe you have heard the things I say, so I'm glad we don't have to bring any of that up. Do me a favor and never say you've been an eager beaver to have me on again. I could 100% do that. <laughs> uh, sir, uh, first off, uh, one thing I do want to discuss, uh, because a lot, a lot of things did occur at Retaliation, and there was a moment that you were involved in, and I want to kind of talk about that, uh, that as the focal point here of our conversation, but... Before we dive into that, I want to take the opportunity right now 
as the general manager of High Voltage to thank you for the opportunity to allow uh, High Voltage to be showcased as part of uh, the SCW show itself. I know when we, initially we started, the whole plan was for it to be uh, to be recorded and aired from the uh, school and put up on YouTube. And obviously anyone could find Southland Championship Wrestling just by going to YouTube and uh, searching them and following them. Um, but a new concept was brought to you. And uh, you gave it a shot, and it looks like it's going well. So I wanted to thank you for allowing the students of the school to be, again, showcased on the main show. Yeah, I think it's important to be able to get in front of a live crowd uh, to get some feeling, get some understanding what it's like with the crowd there. I don't think that there's anything wrong with running some of the shows the, at the studio, at the training center. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there's things that could still be worked out there, but you came with an idea and it was worth listening to and worth giving a run. And uh, I think it's working out all right for everybody at the moment. Um, again, it's it's important for them to get in front of the crowd and understand. I mean, even if it's not the same size crowd, right? But get in there and understand what it, what it's like. And it's just learning experience. And I know that's what you're trying to provide. And at this point in my life, that's what I'm about. So I appreciate you bringing it to me. Absolutely. Like I said, uh, I... I, I know, I know. Uh, at least from my side, uh, there, there was kind of a rocky start. I did feel like I was kind of overlooked for uh, an opportunity to be in the position you're in. But at the same time, being the general manager of High Voltage, I realized I, I probably wasn't ready for a responsibility like that. Um, and at the very beginning, I know there was a lot of questions about, like, you know, like, well, you know, we've we've seen a lot of presidents who weren't quite uh, upfront and quite straight and narrow and everything. And I think you kind of turned around that uh, that idea that a lot of people did have. Uh, uh, obviously, your history in this business has shown that uh, you're more of a, you know, let's get the right thing done and everything. And regardless of the views and opinions of other people, you know what you're doing and what you believe you're doing is the correct thing. And I, I'm starting to agree more and more. So if I was uh, if I was uh, hard to deal with in the very beginning, I want to apologize for that. Obviously, I can admit when I am wrong uh, sometimes. Um but yes, uh, I, I think high voltage is a uh, is a great thing, and I think uh, showcasing these students as they're coming through the school and getting ready to be out there and everything, um, you gave them a platform to do that in front of an audience, regardless if it's a little bit smaller, because it, it does happen when uh, the doors open up. And I know we promote it and encourage uh, the fans to get there at six o'clock when high voltage starts up um, instead, you know, and that way the main show can start at seven, just like normal. So uh, for those of you who are listening out there, if you haven't had a chance to check out high voltage before the SCW uh, main shows, whenever they're at Shabance, it occurs there. So we're looking at every other month, give or take uh, here in 2023, the doors do open at six o'clock and the first uh, high voltage matches start around the same time. I can tell you that I've talked to a couple older wrestlers about being a part of the high voltage roster and I, I, you and i haven't talked in depth about it yet so i'm not gonna divulge too much here but i have talked with a couple older older uh wrestlers just to, with the aspect of getting them involved to be you know helping uh the younger guys grow so i mean that's something i'm just telling you now but i mean in the past couple of weeks those conversations have happened so i figured when we actually sat down and had a high voltage meeting we would go over it but uh we're on here now so that that's something that you and i need to talk about a little bit uh, a little bit more because again it's all about growth for the young guys right now 
Oh, I 100% agree, and I think uh, I think maybe once in a while having a veteran on high voltage should give more of a challenge to that next-level guy I think is very important. Um, I mean, it, don't get me wrong. I mean, I I love watching, you know, the trainees, you know, you know, go head-to-head to each other and everything, but if you want to get to that next level, you got to face the next level. Okay. And uh, I, I know Meehooks did a great job with that as a high-voltage champion, and uh, – I know there's a, there's like one or two matches he would love to still do as part of high voltage before he uh, you know moves away from it and stays in the main roster. Uh, but yeah, I mean having having those guys, uh, I think on high voltage not only gets the name out there more to let people know that there is this brand as well, but at the same time it gives the students a challenge to say, hey, listen, one day you're going to get to this point and you're going to have to learn how it is to face people at this point. So I think that's a, I think that's a terrific idea, and like I said I I trust your judgment one hundred percent. You haven't given me a reason not to yet. Uh, again, a lot of this previous issues I had was all in my head, thinking like, here's another sentinel, here's another keys, and stuff like that. And you're definitely original, sir, and uh, I do appreciate uh, you uh, changing my mind on that. Well, I I appreciate the change of mind, but you know, <laughs> whether you, whether you change your mind or not, it wouldn't have mattered, um, and not not in a negative way, just yeah. how I am. No, uh, that's, I, so for people who are listening, that, that's just how I am. I'm not. I'm not saying that in the cocky or. It's just. Well, I guess I am. But it, it at the same time, it's just who I am. It's just. It wouldn't have mattered what you think. It's. I. I do it's right. I try to do it right anyway. But uh, I also heard that we may need to be revisiting this. Uh, uh, the the championship match from last night as well. So we'll talk about that later too. Well, yeah. There, there's been a, there was a lot of things that occurred last night that. Um, uh, I got lack of a better word, kind of shady. Uh, obviously, uh, the high voltage title did change hands, uh, by interference from dysfunction, and dysfunction kind of made themselves pretty involved in last night's show. Um, I know they were gone for quite some time. Uh, we had an opportunity to bring them back here to SCW, and their, their attitudes kind of changed a little bit. Um, Obviously, costing me hooks their title, uh, his title, and then in the tag team match with Mulligan and everything, they really didn't go the clean way of uh, taking a victory. Uh, I'm not sure what their mindset change was. I know a lot of it had to do with they think a lot of the champions were laxed, uh, not really taking it seriously. I remember them mentioned that a couple months ago. Um, which, I mean, everyone knows Mulligan. He's you know he's a fun loving guy and everything. I don't think he needs to take you know his profession too seriously now because he's made it he's he's made a career out of you know having a little fun you know you know and getting the crowd to enjoy themselves and everything i don't think the seriousness would really work well for him um and then uh at the same time uh, i know me hooks obviously you know me hooks came in he became champion during the whole uh pow scw war thing um and uh, at the very beginning i wasn't a big question for me in there you paused uh, not so much of a question as if you had any response to it, but at the same time, I mean, I, I just kind of carry on. It was, a, it was no question, question. It, you're, you're obviously this is your first time being on here, so you'll you'll learn how I do things. Um, it's it's a little bit goofy, trust me. Uh, I'm not a great interviewer. Um, you interview me, but it it sounded like you're going to a question and then you stopped. So I'm just uh. You know, as far as dysfunction goes, I mean, I, I see two, I see two guys who are just trying to take some reins, right? That's all I see. And I, there's, there's a time and place for that in wrestling, right? I mean, some people get aggravated by it, and you know, I mean, I've done it. Hunter's done it. A lot of guys have done it. There's a time and place for you to decide to make your name, and 
it, that's not always the best way, but it definitely gets you noticed. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, speaking of Hunter, uh, we actually saw Aaron Xavier take that opportunity a few months back when he cashed in that bat uh, for the uh, uh, SCW Heavyweight Championship. And uh, you, you obviously being uh, president of SCW, uh, were involved in that moment uh, when he cashed it in. Um, you know, I, and I get, and I get it. You know, he took an opportunity to, you know, tug on the heartstrings of fans and wrestlers, claiming that he was retiring and calling it a career. Yeah, that's pretty shady. Yeah, uh, clearly not the case because the moment he had to uh, attack Hunter from behind with that bat and cash it in, um, you you did seem reluctant for that to happen. But uh, I mean, the rules of the bat is you cash it in any place, anytime. You know, when whenever you feel your opportunity there, and he took it at the end of uh, SCW a few months back. Um, how did you feel knowing that uh, he? took that opportunity and he used the bat for exactly what it was for. I thought it was brilliant. I was, uh, I could tell you that I was slightly, uh, I was slightly miffed. Um, but at the same time, I mean, I was, as I shook my head all the way back, I was like, God damn, I missed that. So, <clears throat> I mean, I like to pride myself on staying two steps ahead. It was yeah. definitely, it was definitely, uh, it was definitely a step I didn't see. And, uh, you know, I enjoy when I get, I enjoy when I get beaten a game of chess. And that's what that was. I got you. Um, so Aaron Xavier def- uh, defended that title last night against Paulie Tomaselli. Uh, and it looks like there's going to be a moment where Aaron Xavier was going to utilize the belt uh, to kind of take a victory against Paulie. But then we see Hunter come out with that same bat that uh, was used to take the title away for him. And uh, obviously he... Struck Aaron Xavier with it. We all saw it. There's no secret that uh, he did do it, and that aided in Paulie's win. Uh, you came out, and it, it was weird because um, I, it's not. I guess not so much weird, but uh, as uh, it's respectable that when you came out, you gave Paulie an option. You didn't demand a match to restart. You gave Paulie an option to restart the match, telling him that you know you if you want to win the the title this way you can but if this is the way does is this the way you really want to do it as a president how do you make a decision to give the wrestler the option rather than just forcing the restart paulie was in a bad spot he he didn't ask jeff to come get involved right he wanted to win everybody wants to beat aaron xavier i mean everybody loves to see him lose everyone i love to see him lose yeah. um I don't. I don't take joy in watching him win. That's for sure. Him, yeah. Angel. I. I love when they're under. Okay. Um. But so I mean, he was in a he was in a bad spot, and I've, I've known him and his brother for years. I've looked out for those two for years. I've known him for a long time. So, you know that that's where that's where it came in. It was just here. Here's here's the option, right? I mean, Jeff and I have no love lost. Uh, Jeff is Hunter. For those of you who don't know, um, we've got no love lost. Uh, mm-hmm. At the same time, all kinds of love. It's a really weird relationship that he and I have, and it, it, to see him still holding that, uh, holding that. I mean, he he pulled that thorn out of his ass. That's what that stick was. He pulled it out of his ass and then <laughs> and used it on Aaron Xavier. And you know, I, I'm not, I'm never gonna be, give the big guy that nod. That's never gonna happen. Um, and he knows that too. He knows. If I, he's, he knows if I get shoved that thorn right back up his ass, I will. So mm-hmm. that's what happened. I got you. Yeah, it seemed like there was about, a little about being fair. Let me let me be yeah. clear. You guys, you guys have seen me 
on different occasions, whether it's whether it's for the good guy or the bad guy, come out and say, nope, we're, we're, we're not doing it that way, right? I try to be as fair as possible. And this is a situation where I didn't see it Jeff's way. I gave Paul the option, and then I didn't give him the option. I mean, I understand he was upset, but I was trying to be fair, and I do. I get it. He was, he was emotional in the moment. I understand all of it. No, and I and I, I think everyone can understand, you know, the situation that first off, uh, Hunter did put you in. Um, I, I, I don't. We no one really knows if uh, that title belt first off would have made contact with Paulie. If uh, you know, if that would have ultimately ended the match and everything, we we don't know. We just know that Hunter came out, hit Xavier with that bat, and caused the uh, the loss against him. I think what you did was uh, the smart thing to do. Um, it, again, you, I respect the fact that you gave him the opportunity to change it and everything. Clearly, Aaron Xavier um, ended up uh, retaining the title after the restart and everything. Uh, he rolled up Pauly up. But then Pauly got on the um, the microphone and uh, made a very interesting challenge, and he wanted you to uh, uh, lace up your boots one, one more time against him at SCW. Um, so I heard about that. I didn't, I didn't okay. hear it at the time. Uh, mm-hmm. I had already gone up stage, given some directions to other wrestlers, and then walked out. Uh, so I heard about it afterwards, and Paulie came up and told me he challenged me. And uh, I pretty much told him, that's cute. I get it. I understand. I understand. But here's the other thing. I am the president of SCW. It does not make sense for me to wrestle anyone at SCW. It doesn't make sense. It, it's, a, it's a conflict of interest. I have everything in my control. It, it, it doesn't make sense. Uh, my job is to make sure that SCW is better and the wrestlers are better. That's my job here. That's it. Not put on the boots and get in the ring here at SCW, right? I mean, yeah. I, I happen to love a lot of the guys. Uh, I think I think it's a great crew of, of ladies and young men. And so my job is to help make it better. That's my job, not beat on people. That can be my job, but that's not what I'm there for. No, and I, I understand that 100%. I remember, I mean, because we... Well, first off, we did see you at times uh, lace up the boots and wrestle for SCW, but it seems like it's only when it needs to occur. Uh, obviously, you know, we saw you uh, wrestle, I think, the first time in SCW, in my recollection, obviously, uh, was when you were fighting for the presidency of SCW against uh, Sentinel and Keast in that triple threat tag match that happened. Um, and then I think the only other time might have been SCW versus POW up at, uh, at uh, POW Entertainment in that uh that elimination tag match um but uh you do have a match coming up uh at pow and i want to say it's either this coming weekend or the following weekend i can't really remember off the top of my head where you're actually going to be facing the scw genesis champion koa in a one-on-one match could you give me an idea of how that came about uh the best the best i can give you is that in Co and I have become fast friends as far as uh, we're both businessmen and uh, you know, our relationship really started that way. Um, I, I believe that he had to go to Jimmy and challenge him. I mean, he's, he's enjoyed saying things like I would love to take your boots from me and stuff like that. And it's all fun and games, but uh, Jimmy blaze called and said, I have a match for you. And I, I figured Co asked him for it. So I was like, nah, all right, I'll put him on um, again. It doesn't make sense for me to do it in W. Um, that's yeah. not my job here. He's 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 our champion here. It doesn't make sense for 
for me to uh, wrestle our champion. It just doesn't work. It doesn't make sense to me. But he wants to see if he can if he can uh, tangle with an old lion. That's okay. I can do it. Mm-hmm. Well, you're. Uh, if I remember correctly, your last match was uh, against Ivan, correct? Huh, yeah, yeah. Well, the last match was, I think, the SCW POW elimination match. Is that the last um, one? Which then, which then uh, Jimmy and uh, Hunter have agreed to work together, which is just a, ho- which a whole bunch of shit, by the way. It's still a whole bunch of shit. But that was the last match. But right before that, a month before that, was versus Ivan. That's correct. Gotcha. So, I mean, over the last few years, you only had uh, maybe a – a handful of matches, if that, and everything. Uh, and now you're going to be going up against uh, a current SCW champion in Koa, who uh, came back to the um, came back to the wrestling business full time. Uh, apparently, from what I understand, not he didn't want to be full time, but uh, the demand for Koa has been so vast over the last uh, six to eight months that he's pretty much a full time guy again. Uh, so it's going to be interesting to uh, see you go up against them. First off, it, it almost, to me, it almost seems like a conflict of interest to face one of your champions uh, at another company. But at the same time, I kind of understand. I know you have the ability to keep that uh, that separate, uh, your your business relationship with him as president of SCW and being an in-ring competitor. So that I can understand. But do you believe in some way this potentially could be a conflict of interest? as uh, being president at SCW and your champion is going to be standing across the ring from you? Um, yeah, it's, it's absolutely possible, right? Mm-hmm. My job is to make sure that Koa is healthy and he's able to defend the championship and he's able to go about his daily duties, right? And I'm not known to be the lightest person in the ring. I'm definitely known as one of the hardest hitters you're ever, ever going to be hit by. So yeah, there there is conflict of interest there, um, but I didn't ask for it. I never go looking for any matches. Uh, people still want to test me every now and again. I mean, listen, I guess Pauly challenged me last night. It happens. It, I get it. And this is just an opportunity to say, okay, I'll take one. It's 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 neither. You know, I'm not trying to show anybody up. It's a it's an opportunity to say, okay, I'll put I'll put the boots on. Every now and again, I need to know that my body still moves. Oh, I, I, I know I enjoy seeing you uh, in the ring and wrestle, Lisa. I mean, I, I always, uh, when I, well, first off, when I first heard about you, I think, I don't think, I think it was at DWA, maybe, or actually, my, no, it might have been SCW. Um, I was actually sitting next to Super Fan Steve, uh, for uh, those of you that's Doris who don't know, and uh, he was talking about you uh, when you first came out at SCW. That's right, it was SCW, and he started talking about you, and that was when I was still trying to learn about like the history of uh, pro wrestling in the Indies. I mean, outside of uh, the LWF or Elite Pro Wrestling and stuff like that, I, I didn't know much about the indie scene in Illinois. Um, so I started like doing the research and I started watching some of your old matches and learning about you and your history at POW uh, Entertainment and everything. I was like, this is a cool fucking dude. Like this, like okay, this is the guy who's now the president of SCW, and seeing you in the match against Ivan in that elimination tag match and stuff like that, seeing uh, seeing firsthand that uh, triple threat tag match where you won the presidency, and I was like, I, was like, I don't get how this dude isn't still running full time or isn't still in the ring as often as he should, um, and then finding out that there's these gaps in time between your matches, and it's like, it's it's almost like you didn't miss a step. 
And I think that's pretty cool how people get an opportunity to see these guys like you, Hunter Payne, uh, Jimmy Blaze, and everything. The guys who have this history in the independence, uh, we can still see you guys today. And I think that's really cool. And I think people need to take advantage of that and get out to these indie shows like Southland Championship Wrestling and Power Entertainment and see these guys, you know, wrestle, you know, for how many years they have left. Um. I appreciate you coming on and talking with me. I, I know, I know, I've been badgering you to do this for a while, and I know this isn't like your cup of tea to do. Uh, I know you're a very busy guy, and I do appreciate that. Uh, before I let you go, is there anything else that you would like to say to either the SCW fan base or the crowd, or just wrestling, uh, the wrestlers in general? I mean, you got a chat uh, filled with wrestlers and fans. You got anything you'd like to say to them before I let you go? There's a chat on this thing, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot. Uh, there's this one guy, Jake, who says you screwed Polly over. Uh, yeah, there's some, there was some, there was some people that came down and, and were upset with the decision. But, you know, I'm not worried about what, what – I, I understand that the fans can be upset and stuff like that. I didn't screw anybody over. I don't screw people over. I can screw people over. I'm really good at it. But that's not been my job. My job is to be fair. And everything that I'm doing in SCW is to make it a better place to be for the wrestlers and for the fans. And just because the fans want to see something doesn't mean it's the right thing to do. And I know that the fans would say that doesn't make sense, but I, they don't always understand what is best. They may not understand that Pauly winning may not be the best thing next month, right? Yeah. They may not understand that having Jeff, having Hunter hit hit Aaron and caused the win that way, they, they may not understand that's not the best thing for SCW. The goal is to make it the best the best company in Illinois. That is the goal, right? And there's there's ways to go for that. I mean if I'm being honest, there's there's ways to go for that. Okay, but it's it's been it's been cleaning up, it's been getting better. And the talent's been getting better, the action's been getting better. Um it, I'm never making a decision based on I'm just trying to mess with the fans' emotions. It's about what's going to be right for not just right now, but next week and next year. I've, again, after 27, 28 years, however long it's been, I've seen how these quick, errant decisions change things that the crowd doesn't see. Even the wrestlers don't see. But I've seen it. I've seen it destroy companies. I've, des I've seen it destroy men. So when I see those moments, my job is to stop it then. Yeah. That's what that was. And when I do that, that's what it is. I mean, that's what's happening. It's not me trying to screw anybody. Again, I've known I've known Paul and his brother forever. Looked out for them for over twenty years. So it's never a thing like that. I'm always a bigger picture kind of guy. That's awesome. Well, I hope anyone who's listening to this, you know, learns a little bit more about who you are, and uh, they don't run to quick judgments like uh, like Jake in the chat who thinks. Uh, they can hate me all they want. I'll still do the right thing. Uh, well, that's perfect. Sir, again, I appreciate you taking the time out to do this. Like I said, you didn't have to do it. You could have enjoyed your Sunday morning uh, doing what you do. But uh, I think the fans, uh, the wrestlers, and obviously myself appreciate you taking the time to come and talk with us. Uh, just to answer some questions about what did happen last night. Um, I know people keep asking me, it's like, oh, when are you going to get Terry on? I was like, Terry will come on when Terry's ready to come on. I'm not going to push it. I'm not going to, you know, you know, you know, ask him consistently because you're a busy guy. You know, you got a wrestling company to run, and now it looks like you got uh, one match to consider and one match to prepare for uh, here in the next month or so. Yeah, 
I don't know if I have any matches to consider. I mean, I thought it was cute. That's that's all nice, but uh, I, I take nothing past that. It was in the moment, and no sweat off my back. I understand that. Uh, sir, again, thank you for coming on. I appreciate it. Uh, and, yeah, you're more than welcome to uh, hang around and see what anyone else has to say. Or, uh, I hope you, otherwise, I hope you enjoy the rest of your, uh, your Sunday. Everybody take care. Take care, sir. Okay, let's see. Now, now I now I can get Nubby on, get Turtle on here. There we go. Hey, buddy. Just as I'm cutting my pancakes, you now you're gonna bring me on. Perfect timing. Well, I'm gonna tell you something, there, Nubsters. I wasn't gonna have you on with the president while you're fucking cooking goddamn bacon and shit like well, that. I don't. I mean, you're already interrupting me. Imagine what you're gonna do to the president of the company. Hey, I see your point. I mean, he already chewed my ass out last night, so I don't need a Sunday morning chewing while I'm eating my bacon. Well, I'm sure he did it out of love, if anything. I are we sure when it comes to Terry Allen? Come on. Well, it's probably more of uh, you know trying to get your head on straight. I mean, after speaking with him, clearly uh, it shows like what what he does it what he does isn't for love, but it's for the uh, best possible direction of uh, the wrestling company. Yeah, even um, when he's wrong sometimes. But <laughs> see, see, this is why I didn't have you on. I don't need, I don't need you attacking the man. I wasn't attacking him. I'm just stating that he wasn't completely correct. Yeah, I'm the, I'm the official in the ring. I know what I'm doing, but I no disrespect. Just sometimes you gotta let me do my job as I see it. Yeah, that's true. How do you, how do you feel about uh, how do you feel about Jake here in the chat? Just feeling fucking bullshit. He's not letting go of the past. That's that's his problem. God, such a mark. And doesn't everybody know that I'm a turtle? I am a slow counter. Get over it. (laughs) Uh, Anyone else? uh, Whoever's next? uh, Anyone who wants to call in? uh, Try doing this first come first serve. See what happens. Um, Again, wrestlers, fans, anyone's welcome to call in. Just make sure you do have headphones on. Um, and, uh, I'll just try to keep everything moving and rolling as uh, best I can. And, uh, we'll see how it goes. Uh, Johnny chaos. Uh, Hey, you won, man. You're the first person that got clicked on. Congratulations. He, he beat Koa. I did. That, that, that's a first, right? <laughs> Koa was right there behind you. Um, we yeah. got, uh, we, we still got about an hour and a half here and everything. So we got time to meet. I'll, I'll definitely uh, do what I can to get everyone on here. Don't worry. Obviously, we're going to get Koa on here because I want to talk about the situation with Jimmy Carrot and seeing somebody else open mouth kiss his lady is definitely something I want to talk about. Um, but, Johnny, uh, pretty interesting tag team match you had last night, teaming up with Bonanza. How did uh, – first off, I want to know, how did how did the communication between you and him work when, you know, all he does is grunt and mumble? I know a little Bonanza. What can I say? He said, hey, there's only that many people to understand him, and I'm on the field. I don't even know if that's a good thing, Johnny. It, it, it kind of messes with your mind a little bit if you stay around him too much. Do you think maybe he uh, he put something in your brain to help you understand communication with him? Because that's how I feel the only way somebody's going to understand that dude is that he implanted something in you so you can understand it. I mean, he did give me something to eat say, so he could have – you know, put something in there. Well, uh, 
Johnny, uh, obviously, uh, your tag team match was uh, – I mean, first off, it was a good tag match. I think you guys did great. Congratulations on picking up a victory. Uh, but the, I think the biggest point to make in your tag team match wasn't so much uh, your victory as what happened during and after the match. Where, where I mean, obviously, punitive damages turned their back on VIP in the match mm-hmm. and then ultimately uh, attacking – you know, VIP following uh, another loss that VIP took in the match. Uh, what, what was going through your mind when you saw that uh, that happening? Because, I mean, obviously, you know, they're not good guys. They're not, you know, they're not really well liked uh, in the uh, in the uh, locker room or in the fan base, uh, for that matter. But it's got to feel weird to see a part of a team get beat down and kicked out. And I just kind of want to get your mindset of, you know, how the locker room feels after that happened and what was going on through your mindset watching that occur right in front of you. Well, everyone's in shock, you know, like VIP and Sheik, they were together how long? A while, right? Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, Sheik turned his back on VIP. I was like, there's the opening I need and, you know, took advantage of it. I think, and honestly, I think I got punitive damages had too much. Well, I mean, I I know you've uh, you've had a few matches against uh, punitive damages. Uh, we've seen you wrestle uh, VIP individually and now in tag team. This was a uh, was this your first tag team match at SCW? I'm trying to remember now. Second, second. Oh, that's right. You uh, you teamed with Eric. Yes. Oh, yes, the Olsen. That's right. That's right. So, um, man, you're 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 stacking up uh, wins and everything. I mean, you do have a couple losses. I mean, those are obviously recorded. Ja, Jake uh, mentioned in the chat that you did lose to Meat Hooks. Blame Turtle for that. Not sure how that's uh, nobody's fault, but you know, let the let the fan have his uh, have his theories. Yeah. Um, and you did uh, take a loss uh, against uh, one half of dysfunction, and we all saw that, and we know that wasn't really clean. Um, yeah, they Freiber kind of paid them off, huh? Just like he, paid, yeah, the so owner only won the high voltage belt. Mitochu is a tough guy, and you know you're not going to beat him without any help. Yeah. I'm not sure if you know this in chat or anything, but it looks like Jake called you a big fat bitch, so. Uh, you should probably go beat him up for that there, Johnny. <laughs> I think he was talking to Freiburg. Oh god, well, well who knows? <laughs> he he wasn't he didn't he, he's not using pronouns, so who really knows? Uh Johnny, um oh. <laughs> another victory in the books. It's gotta be pretty cool. Uh there was uh there was a moment where uh on commentary Steve referred to you and Bonanza as uh chaotic bonanza as a new tag team name. Uh <laughs> My first question is, uh, you clearly could come up with a better name than that, right? Down the line, yes. Yeah. Um, and also, do you see uh, Bonanza as a potential guy that you are willing to team up and maybe having a tag team with down the line, maybe going against Titans of Destruction in the future? If if he's, if he wants to tag, if he needs help again, he, he needs a partner, needs help, he knows who to call. Awesome, perfect, uh, man! I look forward to seeing who your next uh, your next opponent is. Uh, obviously, uh, next month, uh, Esteem Hollow. We have another show going on. Uh, nothing's been booked yet. Nothing's made official and everything. But 
it almost uh I, I think it's safe to say uh going forward it looks like Johnny Chaos is gonna be a mainstay on the SCW uh show, uh the SCW roster and everything. I'd love to get you uh down on more high voltage shows, obviously. Um and I look forward to uh working with you more and uh, I can't wait to see who uh who Terry has uh set for you next uh, next month, Ben. Whoever hey, whoever wants to stop up, be ready to embrace the chaos. <laughs> yeah, you want you want to face Nubby? You want you want to go one on one with Turtle? Hey, if he's ready to embrace the chaos, hey, bring it. Uh, I've been embracing the chaos for nineteen years now. Right. See that he's talking trash and eating pancakes at the same time. Uh, if he wants to do it on high voltage in July, we'll do it. Come on, I'm an overachiever. What can I say? Right, yeah, you want you want to be shell shocked? You ready to be shell shocked there, chaos? You know, be, hey, if, hey, if he's, hey, if he wants it, he better be ready to embrace the chaos. Turtle, Turtle, you, you, you ready to embrace the chaos? I wouldn't have uh, kind of challenged him if I didn't. Perfect. Do me a favor. Why don't you speak up so I can hear you? I'm working on it. You're working on it? I think he's a little nervous. Yeah, the only thing I hear you working on is those pancakes, bro. Fucking speak up. Throw some volume in your voice. He's right. I, I'm I'm a little nervous. It's the chaos. What can I say? Yeah, yeah. Hey, I'll be nervous around me too. <laughs> Johnny, I appreciate you calling in, man. You take care and enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you for having me. Yeah, take care, man. All right. Let's see if Koa's uh see if Koa's ready. Get him on here. Yeah, throw some throw some fucking bass in your bro uh, your voice, bro. Come on now. <laughs> I can't believe I hear that plate. I have you on now. What are you talking about? I can't believe you didn't have me on when you were talking about Terry and my match at Pal. That's like it makes no sense to me. Listen, man, I will, I will, I will inform you. We got some good banter. I will inform you of what I was asked before we even started the stream. Terry said he was more than welcome to come on, but he wanted to just be on by himself, and I, I respect the decision of the president. I can't. I can't come on now, he's my fucking boss, bro. What are we going to tell him no? But it's good TV. You're right. Having you both on at the same time to talk about your match would have been absolutely incredible. Um, The focal point here, though, is Southland Championship Wrestling. Um, And, God, man, you, uh, first off, main event match. Congratulations. Well-deserved, obviously. Uh, You did pick up the victory and everything. But there was a lot of weirdness that happened at the end of that match. And uh, I want to talk about that. I want to get into that. But the first thing I want to know is, uh, was this your first time facing Jimmy Carrot? And if so, how did you feel about it? Yeah, that's my first time facing him. Um, uh, Jimmy and I became friends after we first met. Um, last year, he came to my gym. He's a personal trainer, too. I don't know if people know that. He's a certified personal trainer. And um, so he came over, and I, I've always said I've wanted to work with him. Um, yeah, so be careful what you wish for. I think that's the biggest lesson because um, he went from – Literally on my Christmas card list to uh, the shit list real quick. Yeah, man, he uh, he kissed your manager, bro. Aggressive. You know, it's more than my, you know that's more than my manager. That's my fiance. I mean, she's laying in bed right, right now next to me. I know, so, man. I mean, I, I, I'm not gonna lie, and I'm gonna say this just because we're uh, you're not in the same room, but that dude fucking lived a dream. A lot of us do. <laughs> Yeah, but, but here, even even though that might be a dream for most people, if you make actions on it, you're going to be waking up to a nightmare. It wasn't me. Yeah. I'm yeah. going to straight murder 
Jimmy Carrot. He's gonna die. Whoa. It's one. It's one of the him in the ring. It's one of the things that people I don't think really grab the concept of. Is first off, I agree with you 100. A lot of disrespect uh, shown by Jimmy Carrot is like. I mean, first off, I don't think you should ever really put your hands on somebody's manager. I mean, I, I get that there are moments where it does happen, um, but that wasn't a moment where it should have occurred. Um, I know a lot of people could look at it and, you know, look, looking from the other side, looking in devil's advocate mindset is, well, she did get into the ring. She did put herself in that situation. But the thing was, she put herself in that situation to protect you. And I think not only as a manager, as a fiance, um, that, you know, she's looking out for the best interest and protection of you. And I respect that 100%. I think, you know, she did what she felt she needed to to make sure you were safe. And a guy like uh, Jimmy Carrot uh, isn't completely sane, you know, definitely unhinged. We've seen that over the history of him in South End Championship Wrestling. Uh, for him to kiss your fiance, definitely disrespectful, uh, 100%. Let's rewind the end of the match. Yeah. I hit him with the perfect plex, one, two, three. I've won the match. The match is over. After the match is done, I'm handed the belt. My manager, my fiance, comes into the ring. How is that putting herself in harm's way or putting herself in anything? She's in the ring to celebrate a win that we just had off of a, a former SCW Genesis champion. So this makes the second Genesis champion that I've defeated. And and then she did nothing wrong. So did, I just don't understand that comment, Travis. Like, well... Where's the disconnect well, here? So. Well, you gotta, look, you gotta look at it. After the match, he attacked you from behind. He kicked you in the back of the head, bro. And he was he he was going to attack you, and she blocked him. She put first off, she put his she put her hands on him, and I get why she did it to help you, and I understand that. Like I said, I she put herself in the situation, but I understand why she did it. So I'm not saying that what she did was wrong, but. She being around you, she knows how the business works. And if you're going to step in that ring, you're going to step up against somebody who is unhinged like Jimmy Carrot, and you've been against unhinged guys. We've seen the matches with you, Kenzile. Them, probably part of the same fucking group, wearing the same white jackets and shit. Um, she put herself in that situation, but at the same time, I don't think she deserved to have the actions against her that she did. Uh, I mean, honestly, yeah, he did kiss her, but thank God he didn't do anything worse to her, like kick her in the face or use that chain to beat the shit out of her. He, a little bit, it, it was 100% weird. You know, he definitely shouldn't have put his hands on her in any sort of way. But at the same time, we've seen what Jimmy Carrot is capable of. And a lot of people, you know, that's something that you're expected to see. Is that so this is this is this is the information I'm I'm living with right now, so you can get into my head right now, so we're yeah. on the same page. I'm, I get kicked in the back of the head after winning it. Yeah. Whatever happens after that, I don't really know until I turn around and I see him throwing her to the ground so yeah. violently that she had a wardrobe malfunction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So well, I'm, I'm, how, tell- I'm, like, where- I'm telling you from what I saw from the commentating table, he kicked you in the back of the head. He was going to attack you further. She used, I don't know what those stick things are called. I know I've been told multiple times what they're called. I can't remember the name of it. She used that to prevent his arm from striking you again. And that was the point where he grabbed her, kissed her, and threw her down. And from my understanding is you saw the moment where she was thrown down. Um, yes. So the attack was going to continue, but luckily for her to be there, 
she's prevented the attack from going further, but unluckily, she unfortunately had to put herself in harm's way for it to happen. Now, again, I'm not saying what she did was wrong, but what she did put her in that situation. And I think it sucked that she had to find a way to put herself in that situation because if Jimmy Carroll was any kind of sane, logical person, like we know he's not, he would have accepted the loss and moved on. But clearly Jimmy's not that kind of guy. As we saw, not only kissing your fiance, but also walking out of the ring with your championship. Yeah, and he, he actually stole it too. So the um, it was nowhere to be found in the arena after that. Yeah, I mean, realistically, I mean, that's almost like kidnapping at this point. I mean, that's your baby, bro. Yeah, so my 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 daughter has been asking me for a little brother or sister for a long time. And uh, and she knows how hard I've worked to win this title. I mean, I went nine straight months, like, working my ass off to get it. And so she loves the title belt. She plays with the title belt. It's part of our family. Um mm-hmm. Uh, Avery, my daughter, she calls it's a Genesis title, so she calls her Genie. And um, yeah, uh, carrots, dude, we got to run this back as soon as possible. And uh, I got to, I want to get back in front of them because you know it's it's one thing to wrestle Koa, who's who's like okay, it's pro wrestling. Let me let me see if I can out wrestle you. It's another thing to fight Koa. It's another thing to fight a pissed off Koa. It's it doesn't it doesn't take a rocket science to look at me and know. I can kill people. I can destroy them. I can end careers. Mm-hmm. I choose not to because I want. I want to make friends in the business. I want to. I want to have a good. Uh, you know. I want to do stuff like Terry does and, and be a part of shows after my in ring career is over. And uh, he's he's waking up uh, a beast inside of me. And uh, next month, I'm gonna let that beast feed on carrot. Yeah, well, and I think that's something people forget sometimes is, I mean, like, obviously when you guys come out and you're asking people who's ready to be laid, I mean, you're a fun-loving guy. You want to go out there, you want to enjoy yourself, you want to have a good time, but I think what people are starting to realize a little bit more, um, if they haven't already, um, is that that's that's only one side of COA. I mean, you're called the Hawaiian hitman for a reason. You know, you you want to go out there, you want to have a good time, you want to throw lays on the people, and you know, you know, cl- slap the hands of fans, have your red wave army and everything. But there's there's a point where Koa snaps, where Koa loses it, and that's the Koa I don't think a lot of people are familiar with. But I think Carrot may have brought that out of you. I'm I'm almost afraid to 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 let the world see. The violent side of me, I don't think it's going to make for good TV at all. I think you're going to, you're going to, it's going to turn into a horror movie real quick. Nah, man, I, 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 I definitely saw a different look in your eye at the end of that match. Like, I, I know there's an aggressive side of you. I've, I've known that. You know, watching your videos on Facebook and seeing some of the matches you've gone through, there's, there's like little glimpse of that, that darkness that comes out. It doesn't always come out. Not like it did last night. Um, but there's like little glimpse that you catch and everything. But I think, and I, I don't know. Like, I mean. Thinking about it through my mind, I think that's something Basil was hoping for. He always always seems that Basil, Jimmy Carrot, they always seem to try to find the absolute worst in people. People like that you know that there's another side, but they try to avoid showing that as much as possible. But they have an ability to pull that out. And I think that's what Jimmy was looking for last night when he with his actions, you know, again, you know, attacking your fiance and stealing your belt. 
you know, and um, one one thing, one other thing he did do, and I'm not sure if you caught the attention of it or anything, was uh, something that you don't typically see in SCW is he uh, he shoved a fan down, not only a fan, a kid. Yeah, and uh, th- this is a kid that I hired to work my um, my merchandise table. So huge fan. The, the kid went to my NWA tryouts. You know, um, uh, me and Kaylee hung out with um, with him at um, him and Johnny at the uh, um, festival at Families of Faith Church the, the day before the show. You know, so I love this kid, and for him to make it personal by attacking the closest to me in my Red Wave Army. Uh-huh. This guy, he he just doesn't realize what he's opening up right now, and the only time he's gonna realize it is the night after I face him next. Yeah, at that, that morning he's gonna wake up to a world of hurt. Gotcha. Any plans to get your belt back? Are you gonna wander through the woods, see where uh, see where he's hermiting himself? I already talked to Terry. This match is gonna happen again. He's coming back. I know he's coming back. Oh, he so needs I to. Even know, I, I don't even know what woods he lives in. Yeah, there's not really a geo map uh, for for him, but no, I, this match definitely does need to happen again. First off, because you need to get your property back. You need to get what's owed to you. Uh, and um, I mean, I've never been a big supporter of people stealing other people's titles. Uh, I mean, you know, Turtle was trying to do that for months. Uh, finally, won it fairly. Um. But uh, I think I think uh, a Koa carrot too is definitely something that needs to happen in people's lives, and we look forward for it to happen. Everything I said, we uh, as mentioned to Johnny um, in the last call. Obviously, nothing has been official or booked for next month yet. But uh, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if at Steam Hollow and the, the next you know main event was a repeat of what we saw retaliation uh, last night and. Again, uh, you picked up the victory, and congratulations on that. I have no doubt that it happened again uh, next month, and this time hopefully you walk away with your championship instead of Carrot doing it once again. Yeah, um, I mean, that's that's the plan. I like The more I think about it, I believe Basil is it's a demon that's possessing Jimmy. Mm-hmm. It's causing yeah. him to do erratic things. Yeah, there there were times, and especially before I started commentating, when I was just sitting in the uh, audience as a fan enjoying the show, I could have sworn I saw that mask wink at me. Um, well, I went to hit him with a frog splash, and he had that mask hidden on that corner, and I go to the top rope, and I literally feel my feet go out from under me. It's like I got pushed off the top rope. Oh, and yeah. It that, happened right in front of that mask. Oh, yeah, that thing fucks with you, bro. 100%. When I saw that, I thought there was an injury to your knee and everything, but then I... Again, I think I saw that yeah. mask wink at me. I was like, "What the hell?" But and that's the thing too. It's like, I mean, like it's almost like a handicap match because, because I mean, there, there's rumor and speculation. I can't confirm nor deny it, but I think, I think the mask tells him what's about to happen. I mean, we saw him laid out, ready to be done, and then you know, you go for a frog mm-hmm. splash and he gets his knees up. I'm pretty sure the yeah. mask told him. So I mean, it may, it may be one of the things like right before the next match, you kind of just turn that son bitch around. So he can't really focus yeah. on the ring because, yeah, you go into a two-on-one at that point. Uh, maybe Kaylee's holds the, the mask hostage during the match. Maybe. Oh God, how I many could be? I, I couldn't imagine what would happen if she put that mask on. Or set it on fire in front of him. Oh, there we go. Right, it does look like a weird barrel, brother. Uh, I appreciate you calling in. Uh, any last thoughts before we let you go? I'm gonna whoop Terry Allen's ass. <laughs> 
When is is that match? Is that match this coming weekend or next weekend? Um, the weekend after that's uh, Powell Summer Explosion. Uh, I wanted this match. I'm the one who begged for it because before my career has ended, I want to have the best wrestlers of the '90s and 2000s checked off my list. I checked Steve Boz off the list uh, two weeks ago. I want to check uh, Terry Allen off that list as well. I, you know, growing up in the business in the late '90s, I got in in '97, and it was the high flyers back then were me. Steve Boz, Terry Allen, those are the ones that that stuck out the most to me. So, for us to finally get our, get our opportunity to tangle in the ring, oof, exciting, exciting. That's awesome, man. Yeah, I know uh, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, Pow um, on this week's episode of uh, JFW, and uh, I know that's going to be one of the matches we're going to discuss. Uh, I'm I'm excited to see how it turns out. Um, there's there's a lot there's Pow has been a bomb. A, uh, checklist uh show of mine that i need to make it travel is just ridiculous to get up there but uh uh so if you hear that the pal fans are different i gotta warn you the pal fans are different man yep. i've 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 wrestled you you know what i've wrestled for like 13 different companies in the last nine months and uh the pal fans are they they stand as their own version of wrestling fan it's uh they're, it's crazy i did a show where i faced axel rico um at pal on Saturday night of WrestleMania, mm-hmm. and that place was stand. It was standing room, and we got this is awesome chance, and we got holy shit chance. So it's because you know when you get to work with someone like Axel, you get to turn it up to the next level. So those fans are amazing. Yeah, man. I, I mean, obviously, you you've. Uh, I think I mentioned a little bit in Terry's. Uh, Terry's uh, talk with him is like, I mean, your your whole plan wasn't to be a full time guy, but here you are. You know, I think yeah, I think what what you what you what you say you're doing like six seven shows a month now, give or take. So I got Ego Pro on on that's when my buddy uh, Robert Anthony he's got the Thursday night baseball shows. I'm pretty much booked every Friday and Saturday, and then I'm doing Starlight Invitational, which is one Sunday. So in one month, I'm going to be able to work ten times, which for me yeah. is like that's such a blessing. You know, I love it. Absolutely love it. I look forward to every single show. I do my best to promote every single show. I live this, man. I'm I'm totally living the best way I know to put this character over everywhere I go. Perfect. Well, make sure you stay healthy. Make sure you stay ready to go. Because like I said, next month, if you do face carrot and everything, I want the absolute best out of both you guys because that's the match of the night potentially. Uh, Turtle, you want to you wanna add anything or just still sit there? Um, yeah, I think you're doing a great job. God, I fucking hate you. Appreciate so it, Turtle. No, no Tur- Turtle knows I love him, man. I post about him all the time on my social media, and, and he's one of the, you know, you give some people a hug for three seconds, he's definitely a five-second hug. Sometimes they go six. This is true because, you know, it's a little bit slower for Turtles. Well, I do like to, I, I like to do a little dance, too. I mean, uh, I got to yeah. make up for I got to make up for lost times where uh, girls weren't dancing with me in school. So. Oh, that's so uh, I did feel your nubby last time we hugged. <laughs> hey, now. I thought we weren't going to talk about that. <laughs> uh, Koa, again, I appreciate you coming on, talking with us. Uh, it's always a pleasure speaking to uh, the SCW champions uh, whenever we get a chance. And, again, like a lot of a lot of things went down last night, and uh, it's awesome to kind of clear the air on some of the things uh, that occurred. And that uh, that carrot situation was definitely a big what-the-hell-just-happened moment that we needed to get discussed here, and I'm glad that you came on and talked about it. 
Yeah, I'm gonna. There's gonna be a blood transfusion uh, tech uh, ready and available for Jimmy after our match because I'm gonna I'm gonna stain the canvas with his blood. Fucking perfect, brother. Hey, man, you have a good rest of your day, and I appreciate you calling in. Love you, brother. Talk to you. Thank you. Uh, yeah, not one word was said by you that entire time, man. Yeah. That's good. No, it's not good. You're supposed to be part of this, man. Fucking Pac-Man's in the chat, you know, holding down the fort there. He's doing more than you do. Hey, I didn't want to interrupt. You were doing well. <laughs> I was doing well because no one else was talking, bro. <clears throat> Top of the morning, guys. Look at Neeser coming in. How you doing, Oh, Neeser, Neeser. Pretty good. Um, just let everybody know, my friend Allie, aka Hellcat, is doing okay. Just talked to her this morning. Um, she's doing f- fine. A little shaky, but she's doing better. Oh, I'm glad to hear that, man. Yeah, that was a that was an interesting uh, moment uh, to experience. I uh, well, at first, and uh, and to uh, not to make this about me, but I'm gonna do it anyways. Um. I've been to a lot of wrestling shows in my life, uh, dating back to like the late nineties. Um, actually, it could be more like early two thousands. I don't know how time works. All right, who's clinging? Because I'm going to disconnect you, motherfucker, in a second. Is that Tommy or is that Nisa? Which one of you are clinging? Shit. That was not me. Grabbing me. The water. I'm sorry. Yeah, you monster. See, that's my dad voice coming out, and I have no kids. I'm thir- I'm thir- I'm thirsty. Okay. <laughs> um. Jake, I'm not having you on, bro. I told you flat out, you're just here to listen. You're in there causing problems in the chat. <laughs> Hell no. Hell no. Um, so of all the indie shows I've ever been to, and I, I do like gotta make a correction because I think last last night I said I have never been part of a moment where a show had to stop because of something like that. And it, it's a terrifying uh, situation. It's a, it's a helpless situation uh, if you don't know what to do. There was another time where something like that did happen, but it wasn't to the severity of having a match put on hold and all this other stuff. Um, I'm glad she's doing better. Um, they said, like, when, when you're up on the stage, if you can outrun if I can outrun you at the next show, then you have to let me on. Bro, I don't give a fuck if you can outrun me or not. I don't have to have you on my show. You want to know why? Hey, Nubby. What's what's up? Who, whose show is this? It's yours. Yeah. Nisa, whose show is this? <laughs> the one, the only, Travis T. Tommy, Tommy, whose show is this? Travis T's. That's right. So, Jake, I don't care. You could outrun me till the end of the fucking earth, brother. I don't give a fuck. I don't have to let you on this show. Let me do my shit, man. Um, Pac-Man, if he responds, just yell at him or something. Do what I do to you. Just do that to him. Call him an idiot. Um, <laughs> but it 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 was it was a it was a it was a a weird situation to be a part of. I'm glad she's okay, and I'm glad that you shared that uh, with us. Um, I'm glad to see you there, man. Uh, it's, it's been a minute since I saw you at uh, an SCW show. Uh, you, I mean, obviously, you got married. Uh, we talked a little bit about that at the last live stream. Mm-hmm. Congratulations! I appreciate uh, you uh, you calling in. You've always been uh, you always you know had an amazing opportunity. I've always had an amazing opportunity, I should say, to have you on and talk in because there was a moment I think a few months back, and Pac Man could back me up, and Turtle could confirm. I've made jokes about having fans on podcasts and how they don't bring anything to the shows and everything. 
even though I've been doing it for years because I'm not Anissa, I believe you were on like the very first live stream I did for JFW, which I believe was back in like 2018, 2019. Um, it's entertaining uh, to have you on and everything. I mean, everyone know everyone from Southland knows who you are. Uh, you know, you, uh, you're an Olympic medalist, uh, for those of people who don't know and everything, you won some money last night, not willing to share it. I think that's rude. Well, Katie won the money, money. And and let me tell you this, Katie is somehow a lucky charm. Well, I'm just saying that as a married couple, half of that is yours. And as travesty, half of that should also be mine. I don't understand why people think like, oh, Travis is just another guy. No, I am fully one half of anything that wins anywhere. Okay, yeah. I will talk to the wife when she wakes up. All right, I don't accept checks. I, I accept it in either cash or rolls of pennies. Okay, rolls of pennies it is. <laughs> no, I can throw them all up in the air and it seems like more. <laughs> so, um, um, Turtle, how you doing today, man? Oh, I'm sore, but I'm going to live... Yeah, Sheik put you through a heck of a match. Yeah, it, it was a long time coming. Eight years in the making. We knew it was going to be personal. So we we made it personal, and I won. And that's all that matters. Yeah, that's all that matters. And um, just so you know, oh, boy, you should have seen the look on, on that attorney's face when I tricked him into <laughs> a title match. Oh, man. It's okay. It's okay. He saw the ghost. Yeah, we're gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna talk to Freiberg about that and see uh, what his legal opinion is on that. Because uh, you think as a lawyer, he'd uh, read everything before he signs it. Yeah. Well, um, the wife thinks I'm talking loud, so I'm, and and she and and she still did, and her voice is still sore from last night hooping and holler, hollering throughout the matches. So. I best be going. So, um, Hunter, good to see you again. James Creek, good to see you again. Absolutely, a valid contract. Was it? Uh, was it? Wasn't it good to see me too? It's good to see you too, Travis. Why do? Why do? Why do I gotta be the one to ask? How dare you, Neeser? And Chris Freiberg saying absolutely invalid contract was it notarized? Never did. I did too. Sign it. You better talk to Freiburg about this because he's got two, Travis. I'm going to have Freiburg on right after I'm done talking to Tommy a little bit because I want to get his view and perspective on high voltage. But, uh, Nisa, again, congratulations to your marriage. I uh, hope everything's going well with you guys. Um, and, yeah, I hope to see you guys more at some SCW shows and uh, hopefully you're there to support high voltage as well because, I mean, this is the future of the company and uh, they need you there to uh, support them and cheer them on. Oh, always. Tommy, good seeing you again. Terrell, seeing you good. Ken and Travis, you always too, blessed. Bye. Bye. Have a good one, buddy. All right, Tommy, how you doing, brother? Good. How are you guys? I'm great, man. I'm great. Uh, we got a few other uh, wrestlers we got to get in here and everything, but I want to talk to you a little bit because uh, – yeah, you're the guy who I gave a lot of responsibility to as far as uh, making high voltage look the best they can. Uh, this is your second run as referee for it. Uh, how to how to feel compared to the first time? Uh, to be honest with you, I think I did way better the first time than uh, the second time out. Oh, why? Did you just not want to try as much? Did you just want to make me look stupid? <laughs> what the fuck? Bro? No, no. 
No, it was it was the main the main uh, the main event that did it for me, and that I knew I had some issues in that one, and you know some of the fans even caught on to it, and I said, "Oh shit, man!" So I just, you know, the rest of the night I felt like a big piece of shit for it. So, uh, well, I mean that's the main event. That means you had three matches beforehand to do decently. Oh, that that, that is true. Here's what I'm gonna tell you, man. As a uh, as a former trainee in the pro wrestling business, and when Nubby can vouch for me as well, who uh, who also trained and is currently uh, a rising wrestler in the business, uh, and a, and one hell of a referee, uh, regardless of what Jake says. Um, no disrespect, no disrespect to you, Tommy, but Nubby is uh, one of the top referees in the business and everything, and grown into one hell of a wrestler, a champion at other. Uh, companies and everything and one day hopefully uh going for the gold here in uh, southland championship wrestling even though i made that promise and i will honor that at some point this year uh but one thing i could tell you and again nobody could vouch for me and everything is like dude no one gets perfect overnight nobody 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 walks into nobody's a fu- kurt angle barely you know was a great you know wrestler right out the gate and yeah there's conversation about him being like you know one of the fastest learning guys Johnny Chaos learned very quickly. You know, there's other guys who, you know, who are coming through and everything, and you're learning with them. But refereeing is a completely different animal, other, you know, you know, than what pro wrestling is. You know, you got oh, absolutely you, you learn how to wrestle and everything. I mean, learning to do refereeing, completely different thing. You know, Turtle could tell you that shit. Yeah. Yeah. So regardless if you have a good uh good match or a bad match, even as a referee. You can't let it get in your head. You know, think about what you did wrong and how to fix it, but don't let that determine how your actions are going to be throughout the rest of the night. I mean, everyone screws up. I mean, we all saw the fucking, you know, that field goal kick that Nubby did a couple months ago. <laughs> Outstanding. <laughs> and that's after the dude's been, you know, reffing for nearly, what, 18 years. It happens, man. But I think I think you did fine. Um, again, it, it's all just comes with practice. All comes with learning. You know, so I wouldn't worry too much about it. How did you feel about uh, Freiburg picking up that win? You know, becoming that new champion. You know, I was I was shocked. I didn't think that that was going to happen. And I only say that not because he's not good. You know, uh, I just say that because you look at the match that Chaos had with him too. You know, and it's just they're two different people. You know what I mean? Two different wrestlers and. Uh, it just it shocked me. It caught me off guard. Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously. Uh, oh my god. Okay, Tommy, I'm gonna let. Is that is that your phone that's going off, bro? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, you fucking monster! How dare you? It's fine now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> listen, man, uh, I I appreciate you. Uh, you know, stepping up and roughing the high voltage matches. Like I said, when you did the first time, it. Almost kind of like, you know, just like, hey, we're throwing you to the Lions. Good luck. Um, and uh, I know it wasn't easy, but you did step up and do it. And, you know, that that is noticed by a lot of people, not only the wrestlers, the fans, but the higher-ups, you know, general manager of High Voltage, president of SCW. Those are things that are noticed when people are willing to step up and do something outside their comfort zone to help put the show on. Because if you weren't there to ref those matches, I don't know who the hell would have. I know I wouldn't have. Um so you stepped up, and uh, I mean, behind the scenes, if everyone looks at it, I think you found out that night you were doing it. You had to run off and get, you know, clothes and shit just to do it. Um, 
you know, Turtle helped you out um, on your first time out. So, I mean, dude, that, that shit that's noticeable. And people recognize the commitment that you put in to help put the show on. And I want you to know that that means a lot to the guys, you know. And, you know, there's a lot of people in this uh, chat who have respect for you for doing that. Because a lot of people won't, you know, get out of that comfort zone. I myself, I I can sit here and I can spew on and on for hours on end about wrestling, you know, just talking and bullshitting with you guys. And but when it comes to being at the shows, I don't like talking in front of people because when eyes are on you, it's a whole different fucking feeling. That's where I rarely go. Into oh, absolutely. You know, I don't like being in front of crowds and everything. Like I like I like when people admire me from afar. I'm fine with that shit. Once they move commentating <laughs> up on stage, I was way more comfortable because I can be myself a little bit more. I don't like being in front of crowds and stuff. I don't need that recognition. And doing that for the first time, like you did a couple months ago, a lot of respect, brother. Like you said, I mean, you, you're because you weren't out there for just one match. You were out there for four, just like you were this time. So you're constantly out there doing your job. People respect that. People notice that. I want you to know that. That's not, that you're not doing a, um, Ah, guy, what a, I don't know what the hell word I'm looking for. Um, thankless job. You're doing something that people really appreciate, and I want you to know that. I want you to keep that mindset going forward because, I mean, high voltage is going to continue to happen, and it could only happen with, you know, guys like you and the guys at the wrestling school and shit like that. Oh, absolutely, man. I, I love high voltage and I love SCW. So yeah, it's, oh, hey, it's awesome. Know. It's awesome to be able to do it. Yep. My only worry is, is there's going to come a point probably this year. My guess is probably this year is where you're going to be ready to step into the ring as a performer. And we're going to have to find a new referee. That's my biggest worry. But at the same time, it's almost a proud moment at that point. You know, it's if, and when that happens, you know, uh, I'll, I'll do the match. I'll turn around. I'll go back. I'll get dressed right in the ref gear, man, and I'll come right back out. Right. You know? Just come out there and wrestle in the ref gear. That'll be perfect. Just ref your own fucking match, bro. <laughs> I was just, you know, I was just about to say that. So, <laughs> right, because we're fucking funny guys. Me too. <laughs> Tommy, yeah. I appreciate you coming on and talking with us, man. Uh, again, it's always a joy to talk to everybody. Um, before I let you go, you're the perfect guy for this. Um, Sure. You're training. You're training at the SCW school. Why don't you uh, tell people where they could uh, find information if they want to join? Uh, if anybody's listening out there and you want to join, I mean, you can just inbox me, ask me. You know, you can ask one of the wrestlers, or you can go check out our Facebook page, the Southland Championship Wrestling. Yep. Or uh, you know, just reach out. Basically, that's, uh, that's exactly what I did, and I do not regret it. Uh, and you won't either. I guarantee it. If you're a fan. And you think it's for you? Come check it out. Yeah. For those of you who don't know who Tommy is, obviously he's the referee during the high voltage shows, but he's also the guy who does the 50-50 ticket raffles and stuff at the show. So if you have any questions about getting into this business and training and everything, buy some tickets. But also you can ask him, uh, you know, on the information. He can relay it to the uh, coaches and the higher-ups at SCW. Uh, I mean, the, the, the school's growing so quickly, and there's actually – I mean, there's – there's a lot of, de- not a lot, but there's going to be some more debuts throughout this year and everything. Tom, I have no doubt you're going to be one of them. Um, keep doing what you're doing, bud. And, again, I appreciate you uh, stepping up and being that uh, that referee for high voltage uh, when I needed it. Hey, absolutely. I appreciate the opportunity, as always, and uh, look forward to doing it more in the future. All right, man. You take care, brother. I'll talk to you later. You too.
Peace out, Tommy. Study, study, study. <laughs> Thanks, Drew. I, I will. I'm going to quiz you. Ah, <laughs> uh, man. All right, let's get Freiburg on here see what he has to say. Man, oh, the, God. Dude, fucking Jake is aggressive as hell in here. What a beautiful morning it is. God, there it is. Like the SCW High Voltage Champion. Mm. Warren. I told you people I, told you people I was going to win. I object. I object. There's nothing to object to. Well, let's let's well, get the let's get the first thing out of the way. All right, you signed you signed a piece of paper stating that Nisa gets a title shot. Valid or not? Totally, totally invalid. I I went out there at intermission, and Nisa comes up to me and says, "Just sign this autograph. Just sign. It. Don't worry what it says. Just sign this autograph." But, you know, I I I care about my my fans, so I okay, I I will sign this. And then he he rolls something. Oh, this is a this is a contract for for a title match. It's not notarized. He hadn't signed it at the time. It's it's not dated. It was basically fraud when he came up to me. That is totally invalid. There there will be no title match with me, sir. Okay. Well, you heard him, Neeser. That uh, you tried, well, it didn't work. Well, don't say <laughs> never. You know, don't say what, never. What, here's what Neeser, Neeser, Neeser can do: either get that framed and enjoy it in the privacy of, of your own home, so you have something to remember how great I am every single day, or go and put it on eBay. You'll probably get about five hundred bucks for it. <laughs> Freiburg, uh, man, I. I'm happy for you. Congratulations. Uh, I. It, it's hard to say because I, I don't I don't know how I would consider this. I mean, because normally I'll say like well deserved. Um, Absolutely. But, uh, I, yeah, I mean, I I, I said to like certain because I like you. I'm not gonna lie, and I don't care who knows it. I like you as a person. I think you're a stand up guy. I do. Um, I know you don't get a lot of credit. I know a lot of people boo you to the point where you can't even speak. And I do think that's rude. Um, but I do like you as a person. That's why you got the title shot, you know, because because I like you as a person, and I think you were ready for that moment. Clearly, um, it wasn't a clean win. Uh, I, th- really- I think it was. I think I think it was. You know, Meat Hooks, he he has a lot of experience. He he's got about seventy pounds on me, and as any great lawyer will will tell you, you always have to carry an insurance policy to to protect yourself. And and that's all I did is I just made sure that I I had insurance that everything was going to to be called fairly here, and I, I would get a fair shot. Well, um, you know what, Turtle Tiebreaker was it a fair win? Uh, I've seen dirtier matches, <laughs> but <laughs> I still don't think it was clean. There were some shenanigans. No, 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 no shenanigans at all. There's Here, always shenanigans. Here's the thing. The one thing we say at JFW is a win is a win. No matter how the outcome comes about, that's the outcome. Yeah. Uh, referee's decision is final. Tommy, yes, he missed. He missed. Uh, he missed uh, dysfunction getting involved. It happens. Uh, we saw money being transferred between you and dysfunction a couple months back. I'm not saying that's uh, relatable to it. I'm just saying that they showed up. You have a championship now. Uh, I'm I'm happy for it. Um, I know now we have a discussion that me and Terry have to have as far as. Uh, the defense of that championship. I know me and Turtle have talked numerous times on that title being defended, how and when. 
for me, I would love for it to be defended monthly. Um, but I know that's the discussion we gotta have. Uh, I gotta have with Terry. He does make the ultimate decisions at the end of the day on when it is. Uh, but you got a lot of guys who uh, who are putting a target on you, man, that want to take that title from you. And uh, Nubby is definitely one of those guys. Well, look, there, there's a couple things that that we need to need to keep in mind here. Now, Meat Hooks, he had that title eight months, and he only had one defense that that entire terms. Well, I'm sorry, second and two defenses until I I beat him. I'm willing to defend the title more often, but keep in mind, I am a practicing attorney. I think I have three trials coming up here in the, in the coming months. I'm, I'm in court almost every other day. We're going to have to properly schedule this, and a lot of guys do, do want this title shot. So we need to make sure that they're well qualified. And you know, maybe that means that before they face me, they might have to take on the Sheik. They might have to take on Eric Schultz. I just want to make sure that I'm taking on the, the, the best people before they get a shot at my title. Well, well then. There we go. Um, so um, just so you know, Mr. Freiberg, uh, I am undefeated in Chabans. Just saying. Well, okay, and I know you did technically win against me a, a couple months back, but remember, that was a count out. I walked out. I had a tag team title match that, that night. I just wasn't going to bother with you at that point. I would have won that match. So, so it's you're in undefeated the books. It's, on a technicality. Hey, it's in the books. A win's a win. It moves me up. Technically. And then I beat your boy out. yesterday. I beat your boy last night. Yeah. Yeah, but you, you haven't faced Schultz. And I'm sure that'll happen soon, and I'll beat him too. And 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 Schultz is an, is an attorney too. We're, we're equally great attorneys. So I, I don't think you would get past Schultz. To, to me, that that's what I think would prove that you're ready to, to face me for, for the title, and, and we could settle that properly. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, um, if we're talking about punitive damages, we're talking about members of punitive damages – I want to talk about a former member that uh, looks like was, I don't know the proper legal term is, but uh, basically I guess you dropped him as a client last night. Uh, what happened between you guys and VIP? You know, ultimately that was Sheik's call. He and I and Schultz had, had many long conversations, and we, we went back and we looked at, pa- at past matches and we said that, you know, the only reason we've really lost here is because of VIP. I would have beaten Chaos last month if not for VIP screwing up. And we gave him every opportunity. We just said, Victor, listen to listen to us. We can succeed here. We can take over SCW. And he just wouldn't listen to any anyone, no matter what we did. Keep, keep in mind, I got him a heavyweight title shot last year. He should be SCW heavyweight champion right now, but he just doesn't listen. And after all of those opportunities, we just did what we had to do. And the Sheik said, I'm done with him. I can't t- teach this guy. I can't de- deal with him. It's just the three of us from now on. I mean, if you, I mean, I, I mean, I don't want to come to the defense of VIP. I've never been a big fan of him myself, but I mean, he's not the only person that had some rough luck in punitive damages. You know, I mean, you know, the, the wins are very slim for you guys. I mean, up, up until recent, I, I will give you credit for that. Up until recent, but I mean, you look at Sheik lost last night, VIP lost last night, 
Sheik and VIP both lost last night, and even Schultz took a loss last night. Well, we threw VIP to the wolves. We didn't care at that at that point because we we were done with him, and that, and that just shows how how weak he is. That he couldn't win against a rookie who just started in the bonanza. I don't know what what in the hell he he's supposed to be, and what and what's wrong with him. And as for Schultz. Well, the only way that he lost is because Starks hit him with, with my briefcase. Otherwise, Schultz had, had that in hand. And Schultz already beat him twice. So that, that was, was meaningless. Schultz is up there. Did that really happen? Did he really hit him with the briefcase? I, yeah. I didn't see it. Yeah. Look at the tape. Yeah, but, I mean, realistically, weren't you sliding Schultz a briefcase to utilize against Santana earlier in that match? Oh. No, no. I, I don't know what you're talking talking about with that. I, maybe my, my hand slipped at some point but there there was nothing intentionally done there i mean uh-huh. it's like you said we could go back and look at the tape and verify I, what santana did I, but well, could, I was i was handcuffed what could i do when i'm hand, handcuffed to the ring i you know it's it's slippery out there on the mats like, like i said maybe my hand slipped i accidentally sent something his way but no i didn't do anything intentional there i got you well i mean at it, least he didn't use it so i'll give him that he there was not it did not get used so there's right, an right, argument there. Right. So so if that accidentally happened, turtle turtle caught caught my mistake. Oh, well, thank God turtle is there to correct you wrong, bro. Um, every every now and then he gets one right. Every now and then. I'm not going to argue that. <laughs> well, um, I first off, as a general manager of High Voltage, I'm ecstatic for you to be High Voltage champion, and the biggest reason is because it seems like. The, the challenges for the title have increased compared to Mihooks. I, I had a few people come up to me and say, oh, I want to wrestle Mihooks. Nubby, uh, biggest advocate, he wanted to be the one to take that title off of Mihooks. Uh, unfortunately, he didn't get a chance to do that. You did it instead. Um, but, I mean, you get guys like Johnny Chaos, uh, the Amazing Turtle. Uh, even a few of the new guys, the guys at the school who have yet to debut, want to take that title from you. So you got a lot of competition coming your way, man. Like I said, once they they prove themselves, I'm I'm ready. I'm ready to go. And it, you know, as for Johnny Chaos, I know he thinks that he he's going to be up next for this. But there's a concept in the law called res judicata. Have you ever heard of that? I don't even know if I could pronounce it. Res, res judicata. You look look this up. That just means essentially something has been settled. It's been adjudicated. The courts are final, uh, finalized on this, so we don't need to, need to bring it up again. And Chaos lost to Meat Hooks, and I beat Meat Hooks. Therefore, there's no reason for me to f- face Johnny Chaos because we know he couldn't beat me one-on-one because I beat Meat Hooks. So I, as far as I'm concerned, he's not even a contender here. Mm. Okay, I'm not going to lie. I thought you were saying Chupacabra the entire time. So. <laughs> no, of course you no, res, res judicata. Like, you're talking about that evil dog in the fucking desert? Like, what the hell? But I get what you're saying. Now, see, this is why you're educated. I'm not. I get it. Yeah. Um, this is why I'm a lawyer. The one thing I will tell you, brother, um, and you mentioned it, uh, Mihooks had very few title defenses. A lot of that had to do with the previous contract structure about how he only had defended one uh, once every three months. Now, Obviously, that clause in the contract is removed, and we're, again, trying to get the defenses to be more consistent. I understand where you're coming from and how you want the very best competition for you. But I think, ultimately, we got to realize that at the end of the day, it isn't about 
who you want to face, but who I put up against you. And I need you to understand that is that it's not about, you know, like, well, I guess I got to let them beat all the punitive damages before we get the Freiburg. It's like, if I put somebody against you, they're going against you. And I need you to understand that. I haven't taken a look at the contract in a, in a little while. I might have to spend the afternoon going through that and making sure that we're on the same page with all that. Yeah, and I, like I said, I want to work with you guys. Like I said, I, I like you. I think you're a great dude. And I like Schultz. I mean, I, I liked him from the moment I saw the uh, the suspenders. I'm all on board. Sheik, I'm not a big fan of those pointy shoes. I'd encourage him to maybe change that. But um, I like you guys. I like, I like everyone I have at High Voltage because you guys – give the show a reason to be on the main show. And like I said, like, I want to work well with all of you guys, but I need you to know that I'm not going to be pushed around and be told what's going to be done. You know, we have to work together, find common ground. I think that's how life is supposed to work. Like a, like a respectful litigation. Right. Travis, I, just, Travis, I would never, ever push you around. This is an, a negotiation. We're, yeah. we're going to negotiate some things here. See, this is this right here. This is why I think people just, you know, they look at you the wrong way. You're a respectful dude. You you understand that there has to be compromise. And I think people are missing that. Nubby, you're guilty of that. That's what the law is all about nowadays. Both sides, they come together, and then they, they come up to an agreement that everybody's happy with. And, and that's all we're, we're going to do here when it comes to people challenging me for the, this title. We're, we're just going to talk about it, look at what the contract says, and see what's agreeable to, to everybody here. And maybe that means there's, there's going to be some stipulations in, involved, too, just to make sure everything is fair and on the up and up. Exactly. I mean, I, I want everything right down the middle. No... No, no one-sided whatsoever. See, I think we're on the same Fair page, and I can respect that. That's, um, that's all I want, fairness. But, yeah, dude, like I mentioned, man, there, there was a lot of guys who came up to me, uh, you know, in between the beginning of uh, retaliation at the end of uh, high voltage, the intermission, even at the end. is like, hey, you know, I want I want that shot against, uh, against Freiburg. I want that opportunity. Um, and I'm excited to kind of uh, feel out who's going to be the next opportunity against. Uh, but, I mean – like I said, man, I, congratulations on winning the title. Like I said, I mean, you did something that a lot of people wanted to do and a few people weren't able to do. Uh, and I, I think I, I think I can say with confidence that uh, I think your title run is going to give some more uh, respect to the uh, that championship. Well, thank you. I'm, I'm glad somebody in SCW finally understands this. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm a very understanding person. You can ask Turtle. He knows. Appreciate it. Very, very understanding, Travis. Very understanding. Uh, Mr. Freiburg, I appreciate you coming on and talking with us. Again, congratulations for last night. And uh, I, I hope nothing but the best for you guys and punitive damages. And uh, and everything works out well for you guys. Uh, like I said, it's unfortunate what had to happen to VIP. But, I mean, you guys know better than anyone what you need to succeed in life. And uh, if VIP was that dead weight you had to cut, I totally understand it. He did it to himself. That's true. I mean, I appreciate you coming on, and uh, we look forward to talking to you uh, later on in the future. Uh, thank you very much. Have a good day, Travis. You too. You take care. Uh, Nubby. What's up? How you doing, brother? I am uh, good. You know, I got to say that for some reason, this uh, this live stream has, seems to be rolling on pretty well, you know? Uh, no, uh, no, no, no pauses, no, no mess ups, and everything. Uh, do you have a? Do you have the match card from last night? I do actually. 
Cool. Do you want to just want to run through the matches and everything? Uh, we'll get a couple more people on here in a minute. Um, I think I have them. I, d- I didn't have the match cards. So I had to do this from memory, and you know my memory is shit. Right. Um, but uh, you got it in front of you. Uh, why don't you go ahead and uh, run through the – you got, high, you got both uh, high voltage and the uh, main with you? Yes, I do. Perfect. Uh, well, let's, let's recap real quick uh, the, the matches and winners and stuff, and we'll look uh, to get a couple more people on here. We got about we got about 25 more minutes left of the show, so – uh, we'll get a couple more people on. Uh, if Hunter Payne's on, I'd love to get him on and talk to him too because we haven't had him on the last couple of live streams. But quickly, uh, run run through the uh, match cards last night. All right. Uh, we'll start with the high voltage. Um, first, uh, I hold, defeated hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Pac-Man, I don't care if you miss Lenny. I don't want Lenny on this damn show again. Oh, and shout out to uh, Lauren for being here. I know exactly who you are. Thank you, uh, Johnny. Yes, maybe he is. Uh, important. I, I just I, I feel bad that I'm not acknowledging this chat as much as I could. Uh, Johnny Chaos, uh, maybe he is afraid to embrace the chaos. <clears throat> and Richard, uh, the guy's not a buster; he's a respectful champion. Okay, anyways, go ahead. Oh uh, well, first thing, uh, shout out to Pac Man who's been advertising left and right. Uh, yeah. Good job, buddy. You're the man. I, you know, and I, I love the fact that uh, I mean, first off, if you guys haven't had a chance to listen to any of the shows Pac Man's been on, I encourage you to do so. Uh, huge wrestling fan, huge indie wrestling fan that we have an opportunity to work with now on JFW. We've had issues, uh, him, I, the LIM, and JFW uh, over the uh, course of the last few months and everything, and we found some common ground that I think will benefit both of us, and as long as he's not an idiot, I have no problem keeping him around. Sometimes you say stupid shit that I can't get over, but I'm trying to get over it as I breathe in and out a little bit more. <laughs> uh, but right. to, but, but to have him here to kind of help moderate the chat and everything definitely helps us out a lot more. And I do appreciate that. Okay, go ahead, Turtle. All right, so high voltage. I defeat the Sheik. Uh, hard fought match. Eight years. Yeah, how to, yeah. How to feel, man? To kind of put a put a period on that sentence. Um, I wouldn't say it's a period. I say it's more of a dot 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 because I'm sure uh, it's not over. Do you realize think, that dot, dot, dot is just three periods? Yeah, but a single period means end of the sentence. Dot, 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 something else could happen. Yeah, like the like the button on the keyboard got stuck? <laughs> Your dick. <laughs> Maybe my keyboard tends to get sticky. Um, <laughs> uh, Natasha Crane defeated Betty Vargas. Uh, D Strong yeah. defeated VIP. And then um, Mr. Freiburg uh, defeated Me Hooks to become the new high voltage champion. Yeah, uh, Benny uh, clearly wasn't happy with uh, my selection of opponents and everything, and I thought I gave him a worthwhile challenge in uh, Natasha, and he still complained about that. I think uh, I think in July, the the opponent I have set up for him is going to be. Uh, I think he's going to appreciate it more. I think I think he I think he'll like it more than. You know some of the previous uh, competitors and everything because I want to, like I said, and I said with Freiburg, I want to be fair. I want to, I want to have fairness on high voltage. So I think coming in July when the next high voltage comes around, we're going to be able to give him a little bit more of a fair fight, and hopefully it kind of alleviates his bitching and whining and shit when it comes to his opponent's high voltage. As far as uh, D Strong, this was uh, only his second match in all of SCW, and I think he did very well. He, too, undefeated in Southland, just like you are, man. Um, big powerhouse dude. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see how uh, he fares as uh, he progresses. And then, obviously, we already talked about um, 
Freiburg's uh, win uh, last night. So, All right, cool. Let's get into the uh, main card, and then we'll get a couple more phone calls. All right, so the main card, uh, we'll start out with Mulligan's Pub. Yeah. Brought, brought out dysfunction. Yeah, and I think the last time we had a Mulligan's Pub might have been at Steam Hollow. I'm not sure uh, how long it's been, but it's been quite a while and everything. And yeah, dysfunction came on. I, it was it was hard to hear them, but uh, I believe did they order a sex on the beach? There were a lot of orders. Man, let's just say the bartender would have been really pissed. <laughs> Dude, I used to bartend for a living, and I hated when people came in and asked for weird ass mixed drinks and shit. Sex on the be- uh, beach and. Even mojitos and stuff like that. It's just like, dude, like I don't, I don't want to sit there and, you know, muddle mint. Like, just get a beer, get a shot. Um, but yeah, no dysfunction coming out uh, to do uh, that Mulligan's Pub, uh, especially right after causing me hooks that championship uh, was kind of a, uh, you know, putting them in, you know, uh, uh, a weekend. Um, I don't know, I don't know the word. What word am I looking for? Vulnerable state. There we go. Right. Boom. Found it. Then I didn't need Joe for that one. <laughs> but then um just after that, uh Meat Hooks came out. And then um, I don't know I don't know who this light bright girl is, but apparently she likes crafting delicious drinks. I'm gonna have a talk with you. I don't know who you are, but we're gonna have a conversation later about beer and drinks and shit. But I was going, I'm sorry. I just Cute girl. I had to uh, focus on something for a moment. <laughs> Stay focused here. Uh, I'm trying, Ma- really. Me- Meat Hooks came out, and eventually um, this would lead to a tag match later in the show. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so first match, Johnny Chaos and the Bonanza defeated VIP and the Sheik. And as we talked about before, um, the the VIP is no longer part of punitive damages. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see. Uh, I I don't I don't know what happened uh, after the beatdown happened. I don't know if he left or stuck around and everything. But um, I think as general manager of High Voltage, it's my responsibility to figure out what's going on with him. Uh, so I may have to reach out to him and have a conversation with him shortly. But like I said it's unfortunate uh, for that to happen, but it happens quite often. And when you're around certain characters like that uh sometimes they get shady sometimes they get you know jealous or whatever the hell it is um but yeah it's unfortunate uh that it happened but you know it did it happens oh yeah that's what i just said what the, what the hell's wrong with you everything <laughs> you <fucking dummy. laughs> oh i heard that a lot last night from uh from a certain individual that we'll bring up a little bit later um Santana Starks defeated Eric Schultz, as we heard earlier. Um, Freiburg and uh, Sheik were handcuffed. Uh, mm-hmm. Do we know whose idea that was? Was that a Terry Allen thing? <coughs> uh, you know, I think it was. Uh, I think it was an agreement made between Terry and Santana to avoid the uh, the interference by punitive damages in the match. Because, I mean, regardless if you know they want to admit it or not, they do have their hands in a lot of their own matches, kind of help uh, pick up as many victories as they can, sometimes you know, more often unsuccessful than success. But, uh, yeah, I think there was an agreement about uh, Santana, between Santana and Terry to, again, alleviate the interference from the outside. Hmm. 
And I think it, yeah. I think it was well deserved. Like I said, it Santana, you know, regardless of his actions, did pick up the win. Yep. And I don't know. There's still controversy. I'm I, after the match. Terry Allen yelled at me. I'm like, well, I didn't see nothing. I can only call what I see. Sorry, it happens. That's true. Uh, Miles Mercer defeated Acid Jazz and Mason Perks. How great was that match? I didn't uh, get to really watch it as much as I wanted to, but I heard it because you can hear that shit, and the crowd was into it, and it sounded like it hurt. It it was definitely one of the greatest matches of the night. I mean, you got you got three dudes, and I can't even say they're three young dudes, three veterans. So I mean, like they're it's almost like you know you got you got Acid Jazz who's been here for a very long time, Mercer who's been here for a long time, and Perks who's been here for a little bit as well. Not as long as Mercer, but Mercer not as long as Acid Jazz. Man, they it's like three like generations of wrestling in one match, and. All three dudes are quick, you know. That you just snap, you know, moves and everything. It was, it it was one of those matches. Them and then the one we're gonna talk in a little bit, uh, Creed and Just Amazing. Those were the two matches that happened so quick and so fast. It's almost like how do you commentate a move that was three moves back? You know, your mind's not processing these moves as they're happening. Um, yeah. And that's what I got from this. And obviously, asked the Jazz, you know, try to find a way to pick up the win, use that cocoa powder on perks. But, you know, Mercer being the intelligent guy he is, and he probably learned a lot from, you know, his mentor, C-Red, on the outside. You know, it's like, oh, perks is, uh, you know, you know, is blinded by the cocoa powder. Let's get acid jazz out of the ring and let's roll up perks and take the victory. Maybe not the cleanest of wins, but also he didn't cheat. You know, he took an opportunity, found an opportunity and took advantage of it. And I'm assuming perks probably would have done the same thing. But a lot of mutual respect shown between Mercer and Perks at the end, you know, embracing in a hug and showing respect to each other. On Acid Jazz, obviously, you know, maybe that win would have meant a lot, you know, going forward because he is currently the number one contender for the championship. You know, we can't forget that. Um, but at the same time, to win to him means nothing because he already has a chance at the top prize. Right. Okay. Uh, Renee Van Peebles retained her title against K.O. Kendra. Hard-hitting match. Uh, I mean, I, I, I know I mentioned on commentary, it's like other than other than the Amazon, Kendra's probably the biggest powerhouse in the women's division that we've seen at SCW. Um, but Renee held her own. Uh, she was able to get her finish in, which I was, I was thinking to myself, like, would she be able to northern light Kendra into a victory? We've seen her do it before. Um, I think uh, this shows. She, I think she ended the match with a flatliner uh, for the victory and everything, and definitely hard fought. There were moments where we thought, I, I thought, I don't want to speak for anyone else, that we we're going to see a new SCW's Women's Championship. But RVP, uh, you know, had the crowd behind her, had C Red in her corner, and she found a way to hold on to that title for you know at least another month. Mm-hmm. One thing about uh, Renee, when she has a championship, she is a lot more focused than ever. So I think just keeps her eye on the prize. And when she has possession of it, she ain't letting go. Not that easy. Oh, 100%. It's that ARC mentality, brother. Yeah, buddy. (laughs) Uh, Aaron Xavier, um, still the heavyweight champion over Polly Tomaselli, despite uh, almost having a new champion or possibly had a new champion in Polly Tomaselli. Yeah, uh, and I, I like I said, I, I'm blessed that we had an opportunity to have uh, the president of SCW, Terry Allen, 
on the show uh, at the very beginning to kind of talk about what happened uh, during this match. Like I said, um, it's interesting um, that he didn't write out, you know, decide to restart the match. He gave Paulie an opportunity to restart it. Um, Hunter, I want to get you on here as soon as we're done finishing up the car because, again, first of all, we haven't had you on uh, in the last few, and I want to get your mindset on your uh, interference in this match um, because and it's like I said, Terry, we don't know if, you know, Xavier would have made contact with the belt. We don't know if that would have ended the match and everything. Paulie Tomaselli is a tough dude. We, I mean, there's no secret. You know, you know him, I know him, you know, and you know, who knows if that would have been the very end and everything, but you know, Hunter obviously uh, felt the need to get involved in the match that ultimately caused the restart of the match and the overturn in the decision. Uh, once again, Aaron Xavier, retaining that title so uh it was a it was such a a cluster of events that occurred in such a brief moment um but ultimately ended in uh paulie uh challenging terry for a match and aaron xavier walking away still champion mm-hmm. uh let's see here where am i at? okay uh titans of destruction still tag team champions over the over the modern day de- modern decay is it? It might be okay. So I'm not the only person that wants to say modern day decay, right? Right. I thought Riccolo did that too. I, in my mind, that's that's what it always is: modern day decay, modern day decay. But it's not. It's just modern decay. At least I Man. think it is. I, I mean, I could be anyone in chat could correct me if I am. But in my mind, I keep thinking like it's modern decay. There's no day in the middle of that. But I could be wrong. Right. Uh, anyone who wants to prove me wrong, feel free to. Uh, to uh, respond to that, uh, I want to take a quick pause right now and talk about this match a little bit because uh, I know VJ's been trying to get onto the uh, call here uh, for a little bit. So we'll hold right here and get him on here for a moment if he's still available. Uh, maybe it is modern day uh, decay. Who knows? We'll, we'll find out. Uh, cool. All right, VJ, there, brother? Oh, good. You actually, okay, good. It actually is working. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm good, man. I'm good. Yeah, no, I, I see you've been trying to call in uh, in and out and everything, and I apologize for not getting you on uh, sooner. Oh, um, I thought my app just wasn't working. I'm sorry. Nah, nah, man. It's just it's just me not doing things properly. <laughs> <laughs> um, dude, uh, uh, congratulations on the title defense last night against – is it Modern Decay or Modern Day Decay? Which one is it? I'm just going to go with Modern Decay. Right, I think that's what everyone needs to do. That's fine. We'll go with that. After last night, you know what? After last night, that are Titans bitches. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> right? Oh man, I call him TB, but tuberculosis <laughs> is still a thing that we shouldn't bring up. Um, but brother, uh, there there was a moment in the match, and I, I again, I don't have the greatest memory, but there was a moment where you guys were going to go for that, you know, that that kind of a squash, you know, three, two, one countdown running. I don't even know what you guys call it. Um, we'll just call you know we'll just call it the Titan Pancake. Cool. So there was a moment we went for the Titan Pancake that because uh, I got out of the way. No one's ever done that before, man. Uh, and I thought, holy crap! I think this is the beginning of the end to the match because you guys hit with such force. It almost seems like plate tectonics colliding with each other. Uh, I don't know. I'm not a geologist. I don't know if that's an accurate statement, but I'm gonna roll with it anyways. Um, but you guys overcame it. You guys uh, retained the championships once again, proven to everyone that uh, you're a force that may not be able to be taken over. Because there's there's not a lot of tag teams in uh, SCW right now, and the ones that are here, you guys are just mowing right through. 
you know, I want to first of all, the prices is going to tell you Kazile and Tommy McCobb, you know, really took it to the Titans last night. Mm-hmm. Um, they out the price, I'll be honest, they kicked their ass last night. Um, they really got on Eldorado. Um, it, it was just amazing to watch, you know, I'll be honest, through, through a part of the match, there was a little bit of doubt that came into my mind because these guys were outsmarting us yeah. almost at every turn. And when we missed that pancake, I can't even describe what went through my mind. I thought this was the end. you know. But as you said, we were able to overcome it. We're still the champions. And we're going to send modern decay, modern day decay, whatever the hell they're called, back to Powell. But I'm sure this is not the last we've seen of them. Oh no, uh, you know, and there's there's one thing. It, it's it, it's great that this agreement is kind of working between Powell and SCW because it gives you a whole another roster of challenges uh, coming into SCW. Uh, I mean, we see you know some tag teams um, here and there. Uh, dysfunction clearly is. Uh, a type of team that wants gold. They want to go to the top of the you know, mountain and everything. But when they get to the top, there you guys are up there uh, holding that gold. Uh, now, you you wrestled, you know, teams that are kind of thrown together, Scott Spade, Max Holiday, and you wrestle teams that are legit teams like Modern Decay. This function is one of those legit teams, held gold all over the country. So what's the mindset of facing a team like Dysfunction? Because it seems like we're going to get there at one point. Like, they're going to they're gonna want that gold, and you guys have what they want. I know right now they got their issues with Mulligan and Meehooks, and who knows when that's going to become, you know, come to a resolution. But it's got to be on the back of your mind that there's a team like that lurking around Southland Championship Wrestling that eventually is going to cross paths with you guys. You know what? The price is going to put it to you like this. We're all eating at the same table, right? Mm-hmm. This yeah. function's not really, you know, I think it's in the back of their mind, but right now they're across the table looking at whoever right now. And now they get Aaron Xavier with them. Now they're even stronger. But as far as the price goes and as far as El Dorado goes, we've got our eyes on this function. I'll tell you that right now. Um, And there was a moment last night where I actually came across one of dysfunction backstage. And we, I would just say it was a little, was a little interesting, you know. Yeah. So our eyes are on them. I will tell you that. Well, and I, I think I think it should be, like I said, I mean, like, it, it's not it's not like a immediate threat right now. You know, you guys, your paths haven't crossed. But being tag team champions, every tag team has to be on your radar. I mean, hell, even even teams that aren't really around SCW at the moment could one day pop up. I mean, Terry has has made it uh, very clear that you know there are wrestlers out there in the Midwest, uh, you know, independents that you know make their debuts here at SCW. You look at Jimmy Carrot, you look at Koa, you know, Aaron Xavier. All these guys weren't known to SCW, you know, three years ago. And now they're here. And now two of them are, you know, all three of them at one point were champions. Two of them are current champions, you know. And obviously we got guys like you, El Dorado, Freiburg, who came from the SCW school system. Now you guys are all current champions as well. 
So there's there's a lot of competition coming from either out of the out of the business or coming up through the business that you know are starting to become tag teams that could pose a threat to you guys. Now you guys are big dudes. I mean that's that's no secret. You know you guys are definitely a dominant force. Um, but there are teams that could one day take that, and I trust that those teams are on your radar. You know you mentioned the word competition. The price will tell you, you know, the price is free of any addiction in life, besides maybe hamburgers. But, uh, you know, competition is an addiction of mine. Yeah. It runs through my veins. It's in my brain. I'm watching whoever I need to out there in SCW, outside of SCW, in Michigan, Indiana, Wisconsin, Illinois, Missouri, Iowa. I'm watching that because it is no doubt in my mind at some point, at least two or three of those people are going to turn up in SEW. Yeah. At some point, it's a given. It just has. Mm-hmm. It has to happen. It's just how all this stuff works. They're they're going to show up, and the Titans are going to be ready for them. But the thing about staying ready is you don't have to get ready. You just stay ready. Yeah. And we are ready. Whoever it is, you know. And I hope we do end up across the ring from dysfunction at some point. I want that to happen. Yeah. I, I have no doubt that that's that's going to be something down the line. I mean, how does Elite Pain that could eventually uh, be across the ring of you? We've seen you against periods of damages. Yeah, you wiped the floor with them uh, on numerous occasions. But uh, we saw uh, Chaos and Bonanza team up, and who knows if that will be the last time we see that. Uh, brother, um, I do appreciate you coming on and talking with us. It's always a joy to speak with you. I'm glad we had an opportunity to talk a little bit about your match from last night. Um, and again, I'll say it to you, like I said to everyone else, I'm not sure what the match card is for next month, but I look forward to see uh, seeing who Terry uh, puts up against you guys as your next uh, challenge. No doubt about it, man. You know, I think Terry does an alright job running the CW. I have my qualms with him, but you know, we always hash that out in private. Uh, no, no need to bring it up in public. Sure. Um, you know. But I'll just tell you, you know, as far as the price goes, um, you mentioned other teams coming to SCW with the price. I'm going to tell you, keep an eye out for where the price might appear throughout the summer going forward. Yeah, brother. I kind of leave it at that. <laughs> Sounds good, man. Hey, I appreciate you coming on and talking with me, man. You have, a, you have a good rest of your day. You do. You have a good rest of your day, man. Yeah. All right, Turtle. What's next, man? Uh, just amazing defeated James Creed. Yeah, dude. I, again, this this was very similar to that triple threat match. It was just, you know, one move after another. And you sit there and you try to call a move, but that's already three moves passed and shit. Uh, Creed, a uh, little bit of a losing streak now, you know, first against Acid Jazz and now against Just Amazing. And I'm not going to say that it was a clean one. We saw Acid Jazz get involved. Um, a lot of people sticking their nose in business that's not theirs uh, last night, man. We've seen it numerous times. Um, and this one was no different. You know, it looks like Creed was going to go for that elbow drop. Potentially, he could have taken the victory against Just Amazing. But yet we saw uh, Acid Jazz come out and interfere in that match and uh, ultimately cost him a shot. So um, I don't know the last time. Uh, those of you who are in here, you may be able to tell me. Uh, I don't know the last time we ever saw Creed take two losses back-to-back. It's been a while, and I just hope this isn't another JPH situation where you start to go down like 
you know, a big downward, sp- yeah. downward spiral because look what happened to JPH. He was on the roll, got injured, came back, started losing. Yeah, Game now three, same thing. It's starting to happen. Yeah. Well, now we don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't know where JPH is. I, I hope to God when they put that coffin in storage, they emptied that motherfucker out. Because uh, if he's still out there somewhere, um, <laughs> well, <laughs> I, we. I, I think we know without actually having to say, because yeah. you know. Um. So in the chat, um, Miss uh, Cheyenne is. Wanting us to really, you know, em, you know, really say this and make sure it gets out there. Yeah. Jazz caused Crease the match. Yeah, we, get it. we, we saw what happened. Yeah, it's what okay. Why is she yelling? She's still all jacked up on Mountain Dew. What the hell? I guess so. Yeah. Well, I do appreciate her coming on and listening, even though her friend believes nobody listens to this damn show. But I got a whole chat full of people to beg to differ. Right. So take that, Cheyenne's friend. Yes, stupid. <laughs> Okay. Anyways, uh, yeah. So Creed unfortunately took the loss against uh, Just Amazing. Just Amazing. I love that dude. Yeah. I mean, that guy always puts on a great match, uh, and I look forward to seeing him more in the future as well. <laughs> All right. Um, Dysfunction defeated uh Neat Hooks and Sean Mulligan. Uh, we all saw the shenanigans that happened after, and it was mentioned that Aaron Xavier is aligned himself with Dysfunction. Yeah, I, I, what the hell did that come from? I don't know. It's crazy. I mean, uh, why not? I mean, it's, it's smart. weird. It's a hard to smart. I mean, strength in numbers. We've seen that work numerous times. Um, it's it, it's just a weird grouping. It's just it's it's just it's a it's a it's a it's something I didn't think I'd ever really see. I didn't think I'd ever see dysfunction Aaron and Xavier together, but. Uh, clearly, they found uh, some mutual respect for each other, and yeah, uh, a strength in numbers thing I think is definitely a benefit for them, especially knowing now that Hunter Payne is still out there lurking, and uh, what he just did to Pauly Tomaselli, uh, you know, probably puts another target on Aaron's back. So having yep. the having having that backup isn't that bad of an idea. Nah, smart. And then um, Koa Laksamana, uh Still your Genesis champion as he defeated Jimmy Carrot, but um, Jimmy Carrot uh, took liberties with Koa's manager and fiance and took and stole the championship. Right. Yeah. I mean, complete disrespect. You know, like I said, and I mentioned it when Koa was on, is you don't attack somebody else's fiance like that. You know, it's just, no. I mean, it's just, it's, it's unnecessary and, you make everyone else jealous, and it's just rude. And um, no idea where that belt is currently. It's probably buried somewhere in the woods. Um, but it, you know, it retaliation was probably the most like, like, oh God, how do I put this properly? Um, there was, I think it was well, of, well placed. <laughs> It, it's it's just so much happened, like so much unexpectedly happened that you, like, you wouldn't think you know should be going on. I mean, like I said, you saw Freiburg beat me hooks, you saw VIP get kicked out of uh, out of punitive damages, you saw Carrot steal the Genesis Championship and make out with uh, 
with Koa's manager. You saw Hunter Payne interfere in a world title match that caused a restart of it to keep uh, you know Aaron Xavier as champion. And then you see uh, Aaron Xavier team up with Dysfunction. So much happened within this show. That you like when you look one way, you missed out on what's happening the, on the uh, the other side. It's it was yeah. insane, and when you sit there and try to commentate something like that, you're thinking something like, "What the hell else am I missing right now?" Mm-hmm. And I think with this show being called Retaliation, we may need a retaliation backlash. Mm-hmm. Hunter had the right to use that bat on there. No, he didn't. You dummy. Yeah. <laughs> That's so dumb. He had the right to interfere in a match that he had no business being in. Get get your head out of your ass. Ah, oh, hell's bells. Uh, brother, we're uh, we're coming to the end of the show here. Um, so uh, real quick, I just want to thank all you guys for tuning in and listening. Uh, those who called in, I appreciate it. Again, a shout out to uh, Terry Allen for uh, taking the opportunity to come on the show and talk with me again. I know you're not a big fan of doing it, but I love that you did it. Um, it means a lot to me here at JFW. Uh, Turtle, I appreciate you uh, taking time out of your breakfast to, you know, do your job. Uh, that's always uh, an appreciation I have for you. Pac-Man, obviously, for uh, being here and, you know, helping, you know, monitor, you know, monitoring the uh, chat and uh, sharing uh, the links and stuff to social media, as well as uh, supporting our uh, sponsor, CarterComics.com. Uh, Nubby, is there anything else we need to share? No, I think we can ring the bell on this episode. Perfect. Guys, make sure you do listen uh, to all our shows as they are released over on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, uh, just by searching Just Freaking Wrestling, the JFW Podcast. Uh, make sure you do follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, just by searching Just Freaking Wrestling, the JFW Podcast. Uh, Amazing Turtle, obviously, uh, you know, he has some matches and shows coming on. You can find out all the information on those by listening to this uh, upcoming show this week. And uh, obviously, Pac-Man, again, thank you for helping out here in the chats and everything. Lovely Intoxicated Men on Facebook. Make sure you guys follow them. Throw them a like and subscribe and everything. I'd really appreciate that as well. Guys, that's all I got. So, as always, I am Travesty. And I am Nubby the Amazing Turtle, Kalabongo. And thank you for uh, tuning in to another live stream hosted by Just Regressing the JFW Podcast.